Howdy, folks. Thanks to the Black Pants Legion, and I'm here with Mr. Polish. Say hi, Mr. Polish. Hi, Mr. Polish. Thank you. And Siri, say hi, Mr. Gypsy. Hello. So, uh, say hi, Mr. Mike. Hello. And Goat will be joining us at some time, maybe. So, what we're going to be... Hi there. Yeah, hurry. Fuck you. Yeah. So, <laughs> blood makes the flowers grow. Yeah. So, what we're going to do is we are going to talk about a variety of things, but we were just shooting the shit. And I was going to say, first of all, let's talk about Long Poland. So, we were playing Hearts... Well, we were playing Crusader Kings. Um, yeah. 14th I 14th century? 15th century? You no, know, we were. we started off a bit earlier. I think it was like 1100s. Uh, yeah, because so you can make the, the Poland was fragmented, right? Right, and so we were. I, I don't know all of my Polish history. I'm more of a 19th and 20th century history guy, like most of the industrial military history people. Military industrial complex people tend to focus on a narrow area, but um, I, I don't know my Polish history that well. So I said, Polish, you have to help me, and you said, Of course. <laughs> So, through your advice, we forged a nation that looked like the Oscar Mayer hot dog wienermobile. Like, it was just this really long, sausage-shaped, blocky, weird thing that we dubbed a long Poland. I'm going to pretend I understand that reference. (laughs) Well, you've you've not heard of the Oscar Mayer hot dog mobile? No idea. Okay, you need to look that up right now. We need to discuss culture. No, (laughs) just go ahead and look it up. It, yeah, this yeah. is this is a road legal vehicle. Wienermobile. Wienermobile. Yes, Oscar Mayer oh, Wienermobile. Yeah. It looks pretty nice. It looks like a concept car from McDonald's. <laughs> you know, McDonald's does. does not sell hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, you know what? But that is actually Oscar Mayer. bizarre. It is because <laughs> is, they sell everything it, else. Is Oscar Mayer the uh, hot dog company? Yeah, they're one of them. I mean, well, wait, are, are you assuming America has only one hot dog company? Like many of your fields are monopolized, so I <laughs> so you're like, oh man, we gotta cave the big hot dog, and they're gonna close us out. <laughs> could it big be? hot dog is yeah. coming. Big hot national. Dog. Uh, could it be infamous international stalker Polish drone strike and gypsy? Hello, there there are two international stalkers, gang stalkers. Gangsta- oh yeah, we're the gang stalkers, honey, and we're everywhere. So <laughs> the big hot dog is ruining the, the New York cuisine. No, I. That's another good question: is why doesn't McDonald's make hot dogs? Because they make you know. That's a good question. I, I was just like, wait, yeah. Hot dogs must be so bad, and even McDonald's won't make them. Because they don't have, like, boiling water uh, machinery for it. Oh, yeah, because they don't ever have to clean anything, right? So, what... (laughs) (laughs) What? Boiling water implies they must wash the stuff, man. So, here's here's what I wanted to talk about. (laughs) Um, Knife Fight City is, as you know, a nod to, like, the works of Canon Films, Roger Corman. Robocop. Yeah, it's... Escape from New York. uh, Over the top. Quite literally stolen. (laughs) Over the top. (laughs) schlock of of crazy sci-fi action nonsense and so i Death wish oh yeah absolutely well two three four and yes uh so the, the, the schlockier the better i want an old man to walk around with a machine gun and a bazooka yeah i want i want the finisher money shot to be blowing a building away which it is that's a canon films approach they would just do stuff like that like what if he blew the guy up with a bazooka and then they do that as the shot um, so here's my idea. I know a lot of movies of that era would frequently go overseas. 
They would frequently go overseas to find cheaper shooting locations and to do different sorts of movies like Kung Fu. So here is my suggestion and asking because I have an international audience this evening. What would you say are the best ideas you have for cheap schlocky cinema in knife fight cities somewhat bizarre subsidiaries <laughs> that are overseas so polish you know almost localization okay. yeah the pol- knife no, fight city no not localization i just mean like what would happen back in the day is like canon films when they had more money than sense they bought up whole huge runs of film companies theaters everything they at one point they owned a chunk of all the theaters in England. Like they owned a lot of distribution. So we're saying, what if they bought a similar studio in Poland? So Polish, can you help us fill, tell us a little bit about the Polish Knife Fight City subsidiary studio? Okay, and, can I yeah. can I can I can I do a, like a, a different country for a second because I sure. just got the best idea. Please. How about if they like we're, we're looking to cut some costs? And they are looking for like very, uh, very honest, very honest actors, like a very realistic movie, but for like cheap. And they would like go to to the Balkans during the yeah, Balkan War, like, like Serbia, yeah, 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 to, like, like, to hire those actors to hire those sol- because they did a lot of music videos with actual like soldiers <laughs> who in those those weird yeah, songs. Kabat, so guy. instead, they would make the Knife Fight City Serbia <laughs> or Mon- Knife Fight City Montenegro. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. So what they so what you're saying is like during the collapse of Yugoslavia and the ongoing wars, a film studios or a series of former Yugoslavian film studios rise up to use the backdrop of conflict to make film. Yeah, because like uh, every time, like when you watch uh, Death Wish Four, like they're they're in the like apocalypse city. Everyone has a mohawk. Every car is burning. There are bar- flaming yeah. barrels. Oh yeah, like, no. You, yeah, you, you already have yeah. that in like Zagreb. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just imagine, I just imagine the film crew sitting there. They're like, "All right, do we have light? All right, roll sound. Okay, and action." And then an airstrike blows away half the scene and half the cast. And the director's like, <laughs> oh, no. and the director's just like, that's amazing. This changes the movie. We're going to need, uh, <laughs> get the writer, get the script writer in here. Yeah, get, uh, <laughs> did it hit the writer? <laughs> Is he still there? <laughs> yeah. You're just like, shit, we need to change the story, but what an amazing shot. That's going to be the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> That's like those movies that shoot the CG, like get all the CG sequences and then write the story after they are done, like with the that's, Marvel. That's how, that's how Canon did film. Canon would come <sighs> up. Canon, what Canon would do is Canon would come up with a poster. So they would say Charles Bronson as the golem. And they would make a fucking poster Jeez. of Bronson done up by. As, as, as like you know a clay golem they would have that drawn on and then they would go pinch that out and if that made money if that pinching that out as a movie go make money they would take that money and then go make the movie so they would make the poster first and use That's that to sell cool it like a school scrunch. assignment well it's a really yes. well, it's it's not a bad idea because what they'll do is they'll come up they would come up with like 200 bad fucking ideas like knife fight city then they would go speak to theater owners directly not any studios or anyone else that go speak to theater owners and go, hey, 
which of these would you want to have in your theater? And they'd go, okay, I'll take three ninja movies and two action movies. That's what I want. And when they figured out how much people would pay in, they would take those amounts of money and then go make those movies as quickly and cheaply as possible. It was pretty brilliant. Imagine a drive through like McDonald's, but for film, and that's Canon Films. You know that's what? Amazing. I, you know what? Canon Films uh, or Knife Fight City, uh, like 80s style movies, would really benefit, like, as like a make it in that style, is uh, Half Life. Half Life would absolutely work as a Knife Fight City movie, uh, just because fighting people with a crowbar is very grindhouse already. And yeah. think about minimal props, like not many guns, not a lot of gunplay. All, yeah, the, all the sound effects are all, are all there. Yeah, just, all this, all the, it, it could, you could <laughs> shoot. Oh my god! Yeah, okay. the nineteen eighties. You have the Marines come in with the loud MP five planks that like shoot fireballs. So okay, imagine if okay. Here's my pitch for the thing. What if we found out? What if there was a lawsuit? You find out there's a lawsuit out there. And this lawsuit is against Valve, and you found out it was like settled very quietly, and you don't know why. And so you then go into this lawsuit, and again, this is a what if. This is not real. This. <laughs> so imagine if you find this lawsuit, and you go in, you find out it was settled quietly, and you find out that Half-Life and the whole story in the game was based off of this really low-budget, shitty movie from the early 80s about a lady or no, about a guy with a crowbar who didn't say anything, who fought a bunch of Marines in a warehouse dressed up to look like a lab. They like had to would, because he didn't have, the, the audio quality wasn't good because yeah. the microphones were shitty. Exactly. So they so just he said, was don't silent say anything. So yeah, Gabe he was, Newell, Gabe Newell saw that movie. Yeah, like he, <laughs> he saw that movie in a drive-in and he was like, we'll make it. Yeah, you know, 20 years why? later. He saw every, he saw every <laughs> viewing why? of it. Why? He saw every, he saw, he saw every viewing of it at a drive-in. Why? He went to a drive-in. And Why? He, Why that was go? the only Because it was the 80s. Yeah. It's the 80s. And it's thought drive-ins was more like a 50s Microsoft. thing. Well, he goes, yeah, they had some in like no, the Midwest. No, he went out of his way to go to a drive-in, and he camped out there because he loved that movie. <laughs> this is he canon. Went, this is canon. Yeah, back and so, when he grew up in Nebraska. I love massacre. So, yeah, he <laughs> sat there and watched that shit, and he was like, what an amazing movie, and he made Half-Life. And I invite Gabe Newell onto this podcast at any point to confirm my story. <laughs> Knowing uh, he's, him, he's, he's having no, a good time doing something out there. Knowing him, he probably you just, you would. Just need to write him. You just need to write him an email. He I, likes to respond to those. I think. I think. What no, would be, let me guess. <laughs> the, go ahead. The, the whole game, Half Life, started as a machinima trying to recreate that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a machinima. And yeah, was, yes, Gabe Newell yeah. came up with the concept of machinimas. And when did Half Life One come out? Like ninety ninety eight. Yeah, and then they and then they just like made so much money that they forgot about actually making. Yeah, the he was. He was like, like, Gabe, you got to make another game. He's, he's like, like, fine. I, yeah, and they made a second game, and he was kind of into it. But the love of that movie is all he all he knows. <laughs> Yeah, now he lives on an island and watches it every day. He, he <laughs> bought that drive. He bought that drive-in and had it flown to where he lives. Yeah, yeah he's just, he's like, oh yeah, no, look, take a look, and he looks outside his window, and there's a drive-in there. And he rebought his old car to go sit in. No, he has a drive-in <laughs> right, and he has all the classic cars in every single slot. And yeah. you could just walk to and go, ah, I feel like sitting in a I would 57 love, today. I would love if if Gabe Newell did come on the podcast because I I would talk to him beforehand. I'd be like, dude, just let's make up shit about Half-Life that is not true because 
I think it would be very funny to have him come on the podcast and casually like drop bombs on people who are looking for lore and shit. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, did you know Gordon Freeman's? He middle- just does what, what he does. What um, what's her name? The Harry Potter lady yeah. does yeah. with her books. Yeah, yeah. But he's like cool. retroactively changing I, things no, just because it's funny. Yeah, they're like Gordon. <laughs> that's what I mean. Is like he just comes out and he's like, did you know Gordon Freeman's middle name is Lawrence? And you're like, <laughs> and he just says that and you're like, wow. And then you're like, did you know he had a wooden foot? <laughs> and it's just little unnecessary details that he goes on about for like yeah, two yeah. hours. And we're like, thanks Gabe. That was great. <laughs> I would love that podcast. Yeah. I, that would be my crowning glory moment of shit posting. Hell yeah. I, uh, I was also going to say something about half-life too. Let's just shoot it straight up in Poland, man. <laughs> you don't need to dress the set, Mike. That's it's money saver. Yeah, City Seventeen, I think, is canonically in like Czech Republic or something. No, I mean, go to, no, it it has Cyrillic, so like it would it couldn't be. Like, oh, uh, I don't, it's it's no not only that. I, there's many towns I've seen in Poland that look like City Seventeen now. It just all you <laughs> yeah. need to do is <laughs> the put LCDs that, with like no, nice just space. put that giant tower in, and it would be that. <laughs> just put it in CG. Just, just go put to the regular cops with gas masks, and you get City Seventeen. <laughs> Poland's <laughs> uh, yeah, Polish is over here like shut up. Doctor Breen's gonna hear you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. I have to protect myself. <laughs> the tripod is outside. Why does everyone have USPs? I don't know. <laughs> I like when it, I, I don't. I'm, EU I'm money. Playing, uh, that, I'm that. playing some Half Life recently because I um, discovered this mod Entropy Zero, which is like a super great Half Life Two project. Oh yeah, a very fine you, mod. Yeah, you play you play as a Metro cop or a city police, but they have the like the worst. The worst uh, abbreviation possible because when you come in, all the rebels st- uh, rebels start start screaming. It's CP, and it's it's just it oh, just sounds that's very, very unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. So I have an idea of 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 another knife fight city movie. It's set in Poland, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And and so so what is what is um what is the word scissor like? You know, like that to cut cloth. No, she- Nożyce. It has knife. Noż, nóż, it's knife. So it has knife in it, actually. <gasps> Excellent. Scissor, Polish scissor word has knife inside of it. Excellent. So here's, <laughs> here's my idea. Here's my idea. Knife Fight City had, had contracted after the Yugoslav debacle. Uh, they bought yeah. a Polish studio. The survivors. Yeah, the survivors <laughs> were, the the survi- they like hobbled on their crutches up to Poland. <laughs> they, 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 they moved their survivors to Łódź. And uh, yeah. started a new uh, studio in one of the abandoned factories there. And so one, I, I'm thinking that they have a movie and they're like, we will make a knife fight film. And then they realize that, you know, they get really bored with knife fight and they say, well, what is better than one knife? And they go, scissors have two points. This is better, right? So their first double-edged movie, weapons. right, double-edged. They're so they're both f- facing inward. <laughs> Who cares? So the, the, the first movie... Yeah, so the first movie is is you know the Scissor Man, and 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 he just goes around with scissors, and and at random points in conversations, you hear Chopin start playing like very beautifully on the piano, and it goes to a really high contrast black and white, and he just stabs them once in the eye with the scissors, and then the guy does a voiceover and starts talking about how much he regrets it. This is what I get for running with scissors. <laughs> 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 
actually, actually there, uh, 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 when it comes to weapons that have edges facing the wrong way, there was a unit in one of the Polish uprisings. I'm looking for a bigger photo, but this was not a bigger like photo. Like World War II With, uprisings? Uh, no, no, no. Before, like in 19th century, the last, ah, one, okay. was last one of them, before when Poland was non-existent, which was like the, the Kosynierzy, which they used scythes, but they like pointed the blade upwards. Yeah. So they have like yeah sides with the the, the blades standing yeah. upright. Yeah, that's that's how you is, turn it into like a glaive. Yeah, which can be. Yeah, that's the word impro- for it, goat. Thank you. Glaive, yeah, glaive. Yeah. So like improvised weapon. So that that's a one, one another uh, oh. historical uh, historical improvised weapon that can be used as a as a knife. <laughs> I, as I was, a longer knife. I I was thinking I was thinking that you would have three movies that were made by the Polish studio, right? And they were like. Mm-hmm small budget the scissor man and then you have medium budget which should be like shears you know like they they go up to like you know like big garden shears like you know just it's just called shears and then the the third one is just called long knife and it's it's a long knife knife. yeah and it's 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 a knife on a stick or a scythe (laughs) and night night of long knives uh well it didn't play well no. in international yeah, audiences. Well. <laughs> I, I, I'm missing. I'm. Miss, I think I'm missing some context. That's. I think I am. Uh, oh no! Oh no! That's, they do an oopsie. Uh, have you ever heard? Of, oh wait, that oh, those no. are two unrelated events. But related? Uh, never mind. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. I was going to mention the Crystal Knack, but that was Stephen. Yeah, but it's from the from the from the team that brought you Crystal Knack. Night of the Long Night. I did not see that coming. Yeah, don't. I I just I just googled that. I made a big mistake. <laughs> I yeah, apologize. Yeah. I just came up with a kid show for Knife Fight City. No, uh, no. Yeah, I did. Uh, uh, like Robocop. No, no. His name is Robocop. is not for kids. What the fuck are you talking about? No, the name of the kid show is Nice Knife Ricky. Nice Knife Ricky. Yeah. So they can continue well, using I, we, a theme song the, to save money. Yeah, it, it has the Ricky. He is your best friend or something. <laughs> you just <laughs> stab you friendship. Please buy the merchandise. Get you can get yours with different handles and shapes. So it's got like different like I don't know, almost you, you, like you, Lego accessible. They all have orange tips. Yeah, yeah, you have some kid. He's like, my knife feels funny. And they're like, Timmy, that's real. Don't play with real knives. This plastic knife actually like has like a little squirt gun in it so you can put like fake blood. And like, ah, oh, you got me. Nice knife, Ricky. <laughs> by, by the way, Goat, uh, Robocop had a children's cult- cartoon version. What? Yeah, he just Did posted you know? it. Yes. Robocop? Yep. Yeah, there was, a, there was an animated <laughs> children <laughs> Robocop for kids. Yes, that's why it works, man. Uh, the 90s. Stay in school. <laughs> Don't do drugs or I'll stab you. <laughs> nice knife, <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> nice knife, Ricky. <laughs> nice knife, knife, Ricky. <laughs> so here's, here's, um, here's a question. Gypsy, uh, I know South America has a long history of beautiful cinema, but I also know it has a long history of absolute trash. So oh, yeah. at, in, in, in the in-between rant land of schlock, tell me how you would envision Knife Fight City's um, Argentinian studio and what sort of well, movies I- do you think they would make? 
Well, imagine this. You know how uh, Rockstar outsourced the, the GTA remasters to some nobody studio in India. So they wanted... So the Nightfall City production company decided to remaster the original films out to some shitty company in the middle of Argentina. And thus, it was born. The Nightfall City prequel, Shiv Town. Shiv Town? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's basically the Nightfall City, shot for shot, but filming some shitty visa in Buenos oh, Aires. No. If you don't know, a, a visa is basically like a favela light, a smaller favela. So you basically, you know... Yeah, so you wait, you're saying it's like the 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 starting zone for knife it's fights? It's like it's like the Indiana uh, of uh, yeah, favelas. Uh, no, I want like, Buenos Aires. It's, it's like, like Goldshire and World of Warcraft. No, no, yeah, know? it's no, no. I went there and someone was like, "Oh, you got to watch out in this town. There was a shooting like a couple weeks ago." <laughs> oh dear, a shooting. <laughs> Like when, uh, when, when, uh, <laughs> Gypsy, when you said Shift City, I just m- imagine a, a city management game from the Knife Five City universe. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh. So wait, oh my God, no, this is good. Like, what if there was Shift ed- City? No, 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 no. Imagine, imagine. This is the era of edutainment. Yeah, nineteen ninety three, nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is Oregon Trail by MEC on, um, you know, Apple Two E. Oh, this God. is. Yeah, so Knife Fight City Entertainment. Like it's, 1990. Oh my yeah. god. It's like there's like a there's like a math blaster game. But it's it's like all about stabbing people. Stab blaster. Yeah, stab blaster. <laughs> and it has and it has like um really I, imagine the imagine the old Oh my god, imagine the old sound on the sound card. So it's like dee 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 every time you solve a math question, right? And it shows you like stabbing somebody. <laughs> it has like a like a instead of a floppy disk like hole, it has a like a knife hole. You put a knife with engraved data on it. God, ones and zeros. <laughs> the knife, Stop. the knife, the knife drive. Yeah, <laughs> knife drive, city. knife drive city. Uh, yeah, one of the uh, yeah, that, one, that's the cyberpunk version. That's the cyberpunk version. Yeah, knife drive city. Um, yeah, that was a. Uh, 1989 uh, Knife Fight City movie and it was made um, where where they said that you know the only thing that was more dangerous than crime was cyber crime and so the studio had never seen what cybernetics or what the internet was and they really didn't know but they had seen the movie Tron so so that's the Knife Fight City um, where they the Knife Drive City where you know they, they have to go online and the online is just them shifting everything color tone, like you know, in Tron. No, no, and then, they, they don't have the the budget to color every piece of the film. Like oh the no! Intro. Of no, course, they they all the actors are wearing fucking Christmas lights. To <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like they would be lit up like Christmas lights, and then they would be using like grayscale battleship paint on their face. You know what I mean? They would just be like, no color here, so everyone looks goofy, and all they do is have knife fights on the internet. It's just people stabbing each other, and they're like, "He." It's like a really early, very bad Matrix. But if we go, take hacking to If we do uh, go deeper in the computer uh, knife fight rabbit hole, it would seem that R two D two could be a canon knife fight city character because what? like his only interface with interface way to interface with computer is to stab them. 
like stabbing thing. Oh god, and, yeah. R2D2 yeah. totally would be in universe. And, and same goes to Robocop. He also has like on his only way to interface <laughs> with computers is stabbing them. I was thinking of like a bunch. I, I was thinking that since you know Argentina has like a bunch of wide open, beautiful, you know, cattle farming land, it would be really great if there was a series of very bad cowboy movies made there. <laughs> Just yes, like vaqueros. exactly, they love stabbing each other. Well, that's what I mean. Is like you have a but, western, yeah, but that actually, one is nice. actually. Since guns weren't like too prevalent, like in our version of the Wild West, instead of guns, everyone had knife, the knives. So if if you got in, into a bar fight with somebody, instead of you know, in the colonial times, instead of resolving it with a fisticuffs of guns, they they just fucking stabbing each stabbed each other because people people who work in in, in like in the field usually have a knife for for field work, you know, yeah. dressing the animals and the stuff. So yeah, it it will be like yeah the the um, the, yeah, the South American version of Knife Fight City. Everyone just pulls out a knife, but it's a cowboy movie. Yeah. So imagine a cowboy movie, but they're all at each. It's like high noon, and they're standing at both ends of a dusty, dusty street, <laughs> twenty one feet uh, apart. Twenty one feet apart, and one guy is like, "You got to get out of this town." And he's all dubbed over because it's obviously they shot it in Spanish. Yeah. And, and they just <laughs> dub it over really poorly. Yeah. No, they dub it over in America very badly, very, very badly because the, the American crew has no idea what anyone's saying. So they're making up <laughs> probably a completely different movie. And, and so these two guys are standing like 21 feet away from each other and they both just slowly start talking and standing there. And then they both pull knives and run straight <laughs> at each other as fast as they can. And one stabs the other in the heart and he dies. I was going to say like they each grab each other's ponchos with their left hand and then stab the other guy with their right hand until one of them collapses. Yeah, just rapid stab. And then the other one like collapses too. But then the next scene he's fine. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's how it works. I was only stabbed modestly. You know, I actually Funny think enough, it, she it, missed the vital organs. <laughs> <laughs> I love in movies that they have like a bullet go through someone and they're like, didn't hurt anything important. I was like, or what? Your body is chock full of important shit. Just ask a doctor. Just ask any doctor. Your body is chock full of important things that a bullet can destroy. Like you have movie. a character I'm, I'm, who gets stabbed in the face, and they say, oh, okay, it's just, it's, it's in between the crevices of the brain. Why we'll okay? just grab a butt cheek and slap it on there, what, you'll be fine. What, what I think would be hilarious <laughs> is that, like, you would have people in these movies that get stabbed in the face, and it's an obviously horribly gory stab, and in the next scene, they're there, and they have, like, a bandage, but they're okay. Oh, yes. They'll, yeah, it's like a little band-aid, like, oh, thank God. Thank God it wasn't that bad. <laughs> you know, like, I was. Um, I actually have a challenge for you, Tex. Please, I challenge you in Park Attack to build a knife fight theme park. Knife fight theme like park. Like knife fight city theme park. You have to not only just put the rides because I know you like putting the rides, but you need to decorate it and make this thing look as knife fight city as you possibly can. That's possible. You I can mean, do it with everybody in the Legion. I know. It would require a few people's hands. But, yeah, I mean, that's doable. I mean, all we'd have to do 
is decorate the shit out of it and have a bunch of knife theme rides or <laughs> yes <laughs> the only park in the tri-state area that allows you to bring in edged weapons into it your knife must enter every every third store is like the worst store you've ever seen the in a mall like, car- car- oh yeah the, the only exactly. theme park that's open carry <laughs> 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 you can oh, use man. your own knives on anything. The entertainers are just people you can challenge the knife fights. Oh, God. The health insurance is through the roof. I can imagine. Oh, that's too good. The, 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 the benches have so many, like, r- r- written right. messages in knives. <laughs> there's, there's, they're like, they're, they all they're, look like scrimshaws. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the benches in the park look like ancient ships. They've just been carved up. <laughs> No, no, there, there are so many like written messages on them, so the, the 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 bench is perfectly soft because there's like no more no more outside <laughs> bench left. There's only the the inner wood. There's not a tree in the park that isn't just absolutely <laughs> annihilated with <laughs> knife. <laughs> I was thinking like there would be some benches where they have like those spikes on them like are really sharp for birds but they're like knives and they're like ooh look at this fun bench you can get like uh, (laughs) instead of like um, sausage on a stick it's sausage on a knife ooh I like that Imagine the tunnel of love. You know, instead of, you know, entering the dark part to make out with your girlfriend, you get stabbed. (laughs) (laughs) You stab your girlfriend. She stabs you. That's just a theme park in Florida. It, uh, it just <laughs> so you just have like you just have these machetes like whirling in the dark. <laughs> like you better what, duck. <laughs> what, what would be the what would be like the carnival the carnival you know uh, entertainment <laughs> things like the challenge of you know throw a knife. Oh yeah, you would have to throw a knife and pop a balloon. You'd but have to catch a knife. You'd have to. You'd have, <laughs> that's to win the. That's to win the 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 big monkey. You gotta. Oh. Catch a knife. <laughs> yeah, come on. Oh. Are you going to show off to your girlfriend or what? Or are you a bitch? <laughs> I'd have the knives that you throw at the theme park. They're, they're all made out of light lead. Oh. So, you know, they, they, they weigh like 30 pounds. You're just like trying to throw the knife. And it just goes straight down. Yeah, it just goes straight down. <laughs> as soon as it re-releases. That, or they have a giant <laughs> electromagnet so that just pulls in straight to the top. <laughs> You're like, like, oh, you missed. Why do I hear a buzzy? <laughs> oh, Shut wh- up, Ken. Wh- are you going to buy the- one a, a ticket or not? <laughs> <laughs> one of the games, one of the games would be like a like a um, imported uh, a specialist, like a Filipino knife fighter, and the challenge would be you have to disarm him without getting stabbed, and you win this plushie. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds oh, like gosh. a bad deal. <laughs> yeah, he's over there like yeah. flipping it around in his fingers. You're like, no, thank you. Yeah, no, like those screaming masters will just like pull apart people like a butcher pulls pork. That's horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you know the 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 cloud games, you know, with the machine that lowers the cloud and grabs the plushie, just a knife and stabs the plushie. <laughs> like you put in fifty, yes, yes. you put in fifty cents, and you hit the button, and the kid just watches as the favorite toy just gets stabbed. <laughs> And the, and the kid cheers. Yes. And then yeah. when no, I grow up, and no, when I grow up, that's what I want to do. It's perfect because then, like the the claw knife comes up and it just slides off the thing because it's a fucking knife. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the idea that it's like a claw that like uh, that holds the knife or something, and then it's just as it goes to like go, it, it's just like a piston that shoots down. So it's like, psh, 
and stabs it straight through. So it's like you will always get something out of this. I just or it ima- just slides off the knife once it raises. I imagine there's a carousel that just has a bunch of knives on it. Oh, God. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're like, well, can we ride on anything? They're like, no, and don't hold on to them. Yep, Jeez. just watch your feet. <laughs> little stabs coming through the floor. <laughs> imagine the bumper cars. They're oh, full God. of spikes. Imagine. <laughs> they all look like they came out of like heavy metal magazine. Like Mar- yeah, yeah, fucking Mad Max. They look like Mario Kart Mad Max. Yeah. Oh god, that would be fantastic. It would just be mount. It'd just be cavalry combat and mountain blade. <laughs> oh my god! Man. All the horses your, your just knife, like your knife has to be this long for you to ride this. Yeah, yeah, that's what Gypsy said. That's great. I, I like the idea of like one of the things I got mad at in Parkitect, which I think is bullshit. I would. I wanted to have a coaster that had a jump, <laughs> like airtime. Yeah, I, well, I wanted oh. it to jump and then come back down on the oh, rails because yeah, I can't possibly go Wait, wrong. Can I ask you this? Then can you do that with like the sliding ones because they're not on a rail? I think when you when you disconnect from the track, you instantly are considered dead. But the, I mean, like not. It's their life a, is forfeit. But they're not on a track, like the slidey ones. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The the shoot one. Yeah, no, I think as soon as it leaves the track, you die. Oh, but that should be a that would be a fun experiment. <laughs> no, I I've I've I wanted to make <laughs> him jump because I managed to get a coaster up to 160 miles an hour, <laughs> and so I did the math. Their jaws dislocate. Don't worry about it. So I did the math, and I figured. out out that if I accelerated it enough, I could get this bitch to jump like 10 school buses in length. And I was like, man, that would be awesome if you go into a theme park and you walk in and there's the big pavilion and there's the dancing mascot and there's the balloons for sale and the turkey legs and all the normal things, right? And then above your head, you hear like screaming to the point of unconsciousness of people shooting through the air at 160 miles an hour where the uh, end of the roller coaster just was. And then you see them collide with sparks and joy and terror as they land on the other end. <laughs> and it happens every minute. Oh, my God. That's what I want. <sighs> it's like instead of a forest, it's all like knives. Just you giant knives. Imagine a water slide, but the pool is full of swordfishes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Those are quite violent. <laughs> I think it would just be like... Oh, cool. Wave pool that's even more deadly. <laughs> oh, God. I remember every time they open one of those wave pools, they're like, aren't they great? And then you just see them like whipping people like 80 feet. And you're yeah, like, this I, seems a bit much. I've nearly drowned in them like three times. Three separate times. I, I always loved wave pools when, when I was little. They're very fun, but I doubt we, our words as powerful as yours. Because <laughs> I never see any fly time in them it was like a sea of people and you can't like this more like yeah it's like just a giant sea of people being moved like further deeper and i can't swim so i'm just getting pulled deeper and deeper and i'm like oh god i'm gonna die and then another giant wave nearly like crashes over my head and i'm panicking and i'm like why would they make these these are just these are deadly because because you you have to know how to swim that's true. Well, yeah, somewhat. Now, here's here's the question. <laughs> it, it it would help. Beneficial. So so I had another idea of a hilarious movie we could set in South America, which is what if what if they did what everyone does during juntas or dictatorships? They just get the military to help make movies. 
So you can make movies with like 10,000, 20,000 extras. Now the yeah, extras. That's what they did. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking about what kind of movies you can make like that for Night Fight City. Uh, just um, like the obvious one is a medieval epic with like the sword, Long Knife Kingdom. Long Knife uh, Kingdom. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> You so, know how in those ancient me- medieval drawings they they were drawing scenes of the Bible, yeah, but with knights and everything because they have no idea how people looked back then. So that so you're setting a movie in like the King Arthur times, and all you have is colonial uniforms and bayonets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good enough. Yeah, or do like how the Japanese did those woodcuts of the American independence, American Revolution. Where like George Washington is a samurai and he's fighting like a giant tentacle monster to save his wife or something. Yeah, I mean, you know what? <laughs> That's real. Look I, it up. I I have a great knife fight city. What right. I do? Okay. I just thought of this, and I I'm really surprised we never thought of this. But knife fight city set in the future, in the future, like you know, we're talking Star Wars, right? Knife fight mm-hmm. city. Laser zone. Laser zone. Yes, laser zone. It's basically like a bunch of people fighting with laser swords, but it's got the track danger zone, but like replaced laser zone. So they did a really bad cover (laughs) of danger zone, and they were sitting there like, always stab in the laser Laser zone. zone. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. so it's like a really bad cover, but it's obviously still the song. Yeah. Okay. I, I imagine the lightsabers being twice as bulky, but really, really short. Yeah, they extend only a couple of inches. Oh, they do oh. the 40K thing where they, you have to wear like a backpack battery, and when you turn it on, you can't hear anything. It's just... Yeah. So so you oh, so you have zone. yeah so la- yeah so you just have everyone with these lasers, and when the laser hits somebody, um, the effect. I want to say is they get a dummy, they fill it with straw and they soak the straw in diesel and then they just touch it with a flare. Like that's the effect. So as soon as the person touches the other yeah, person, jump cut to the dummy, jump cut to the dummy <laughs> bursting into flames, and they just have <laughs> they just have and even better, they have the same scream the whole movie for everybody who dies to it. Oh no, the the Aww. same scream. They get launched oh, up. They get launched up. Right. Okay. <laughs> And an F-14 comes by and shoots it with a missile and everyone celebrates and it plays laser zone. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it's footage taken, obviously, from Top Gun. Oh, it's quite literally that. They just took the missile and made it have a laser on top of it. So I it looks s- like he fired a laser I that s- had a giant missile explosion. I saw that Top Gun movie. <laughs> I saw it. Oh, and, yeah, we did. And was I was like, all right, you're telling me the that... Yeah, the so so here's my takeaways from it. Uh, one, as an analyst in a certain industry, I can tell you that there are six airworthy F-14s in the world, and they are in Iran. <laughs> so two, uh, I, I can also tell you that there is a country 
that is the bad guy in this movie that is, ne- that is never identified explicitly <laughs> but you see icons on the stuff and it is quite literally our Stotskin from Papers, Please. So, wow. so I'm sitting there looking the at that. fifth generation air fighter. So I'm You're dying like, laughing because there's this, the, the whole predication of this movie is that they're doing this attack on this runway as a diversionary attack to then do the real attack on this hardened facility that has nuclear stuff in it (laughs) and it's a nuclear box and so basically what they do is they said okay to do the diversionary attack on the runway we're going to use a bunch of cruise missiles (laughs) and then the analyst in my brain said why don't they finish that sentence with well we should probably just use cruise missiles on the on the other thing as well because they're really accurate and they seem to be getting the job done so far (laughs) and then they would send no planes in and there'd be no movie but what they instead do is they say you have to fly down this trench run right at speed and stay under the laser gun i mean the sams what how dare you say star wars and and then you have to fly over and then hit a precise (laughs) target and now, when when the shot that actually lands this lands, <laughs> the guy says, talk to me, Goose, to contact his dead father, the spirit of his guiding dead father, and then turns off his targeting computer and <sighs> fires two proton, to, I mean, GVUs into the nuke, uh, the death star, and then, it, and then they, there's some other shenanigans that are even more Wait, ridiculous. this is actually what happened? Yes. yes. And he, yes. they have Real? to do like, yeah. Like, no, no, he didn't turn off the targeting computer, it just malfunctioned. Oh, I'm sorry. That's yeah, he, different. He used a thumbstick no, while entirely, flying. entirely different plot beats. Sorry, I apologize. Yeah. It's in no way similar that he had to free ball it. No, I'm, no I'm way. Be honest, no. I think it's a great. I, I think like oh, like it may be funny that it's similar. I, I just thought it was like. Oh no no no! I'm being facetious. I'm just sitting here going, I, like, "Yeah, this is Star Wars and Arstatska," and I, it was an okay movie. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was I, okay. I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I really yeah. liked the. Uh, it was what I wanted it to be. The Danger Zone what? sad orchestral theme that oh was playing. Oh my god! It they was had a sad Danger Zone at one point. <laughs> <laughs> you make Danger Zone sad. It was you beautiful. Minor it's key a, Danger Zone yeah. with some other. Uh, it was no. That's the thing <laughs> is it was like Mike and I were sitting there watching it and we were both just going danger zone <laughs> it was like really sad and i was like yeah why do they make that but that's beautiful i i, I have to applaud that keep that danger song in every zone. top gun the next one that tom cruise does when he's 90 oh he's gonna be a it's gonna be a he has to he will have to race a drone while being on dialysis he'll have to he's gonna have to break 60. the masquerade at he's some point 60 he is 60 years old and so i was sitting there going are you telling me that in an age of advanced drones and advanced missiles our best bet <laughs> is a 60 year old pilot now if that is true and he is the only person who can fly that airframe that good in that way then excellent we should absolutely employ this person however <laughs> if I can do a precision missile strike and obliterate a runway without them able to retaliate, I could probably also hit a, anything else with the same missiles effortlessly. I'm just saying VLS works and anything that fits in it's good to go. Yeah, they, they had all these like they had all these like naval ships out there. They could have just used those. 
They're like, oh no, it's inside of a canyon. I was like, yeah, that's not a problem. They need to go the Ace Combat route and Strange have the final battle be like yeah. a gunstab giga plane yes. that extends Absolutely. forever. Yes. yes. Like from that one music video, the ones where it's like the flying fortresses that just nuke the world with the skeleton pilots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of last, king. yeah, in the last day of war. Uh, that's the name of that short film. Great one. Uh, yeah, I I think the next Top Gun should just be like some nemesis that's just clearly evil that I, like flies against him. If I had to do a <laughs> Top Gun movie, I I would not choose Arstatska as the bad guy. I and 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 then the other thing I would do is I would probably make a different kind of war make something interesting with lots of dogfights and crazy plane shit make it about a you know a third world bush war make it about some mercenary pilot out there again ace combat show the crazy side yeah. of stuff he, well he he yeah he's like a mercenary pilot doing like insane like piloting shit and uh, you need to do something like like in Battlestar Galactica, like it's a future techno war, but you can only use F-15s because they won't get picked up by Raider. Yeah, oh, that would be good. And, <laughs> well, I mean, look, if you want to talk about I know I know a lot of people I know a lot of people would be talking about really stupid uh, appearances of aircraft in films. But I'm going to say this much. If you want to talk about stupid appearances of aircraft in films. Nothing beats the hairier bullshit in Battlefield Earth. That is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing as a film concept. That is like a knife fight city movie. Like we go underground and we find this giant collection of harriers that after a thousand years is good to go. Oh in yeah, the, the simulator. one made by the cult. And in the simulator, the simulator to train all of the Harriers that is also still working. And you get a bunch of cavemen to learn that and in like cavemen, a couple of days. Yeah, learn how to fly <laughs> Harriers in air-to-air -air combat in a couple of days. Is Battlefield Earth like a reverse planet of the monkeys? No, Battlefield Earth is what happens when <laughs> I, I, a crazy... I know, I know. Oh. <laughs> no, but I just want... I just... That question popped into my mind if it's a good comparison. That's... that's <laughs> I just like that you called it Planet of the Monkeys. That's beautiful. I, I would love... <laughs> oh, no, no, you're right. <laughs> I would love... Wait, that's the Knife Fight City knockoff. Yeah, Planet of the Monkeys. No, no, no. It was, it was made by the Polish studio, and the international title was uh, Ape Stab. Ape Stab. Yeah, just ape stab, and and it's it's a bunch of guys with monkey masks that are like gangsters, and they stab each other. <laughs> Has nothing to do with playing the apes. God, or, or or kids in costumes, like there's half and half. It's, yeah, so half and half, they're like, "Don't worry, we didn't harm any monkeys in this film." And you're like, "What about the kids?" And there's like a bunch of like. Thanks to certain people's families and medical <laughs> services at the end. In Planet of the Monkeys, it's just like they use real monkeys and to, they just like they they did that thing that people say they did with the horses, where it's like they put that electrode in their lips or something and make them act. Yeah, to make them talk. Or what if I don't know if they ever did that, but like imagine if they did that for a monkey. But what if so they had a scene with a guy? Just a picture of this: the monkey's like doing the thing, and then it you have the guy next to him like jump for a second and then in the next frame he's like completely disheveling his claw marks on him. yeah that's that's what would happen what i think would be funny is <laughs> the if monkey looks like it's ready to fight 
No, the monkeys just looks like it's high because they had to sedate it. <laughs> what if? Oh no! What if? What if you uh, had a movie where the director, uh, like a Night Fight City movie, and he wanted people to be more intense in their action? So what he did was not drugs, but he would just do things to like spice up a scene, and then just keep rolling no matter what happened. You know, they so would hire a, they would hire a, a reality TV director to like create some fake drama in between the cast to make them like fight angrily for real. Because did, did you see how he was talking to your girlfriend last night? What Sorry. I think, what I think would be funny is 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 if it was just random things like. When he said action, like two seconds after he said action, like one of the lights was actually packed full of gunpowder and just exploded like a yeah. bomb. And everyone's freaking out and he just keeps rolling. Jesus. And he makes a whole film of takes like that. Random. Imagine a scene. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But imagine a scene where you have two gangs with knives fighting, but the director didn't tell anyone that one, all the knives are glued to their, to their fucking hand, and two, <laughs> The floor is electrified. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone just starts yeah, oh, twitching ah, uh, and <laughs> flailing with knives. Yes. All right. So, well, what I was thinking, <laughs> what I was thinking is like, you know, they, they, every so often Hollywood will do these weird, like the movie Speed or in many other movies, they, they will have a movie where there's like a mad bomber who always like leaves riddles or whatever, you know, die, die yeah. hard with a vengeance and yeah, all, that, yeah. all that other, all that other stuff is you end up with a mad bomber out there doing stuff. So what if it, in this film, um, to get real reactions out of people, the director said, I'm going to have at random an object in this room explode while you're doing the tank. <laughs> and he just said that, right? Yes. And so he says that, and then right before the first show, he says, here's about the size of the explosion we're going to be using. <laughs> and it is a cacophonously loud, horrifyingly, like, flammable, huge explosion. <laughs> and he, yeah, and he does that right before their first take. And he goes, all right. It shakes the camera a little yeah. bit. <laughs> and so he's like, all right, we'll just need to anchor that camera down. Anyways, one of the objects <laughs> in this scene is a bomb. And and then you just watch, and he goes, action. And so by the end of the movie, everyone is just so jittery and paranoid and looking around. Wait, wait, which and, one is it? Which one is it? And the movie's called Where's the Bomb? Oh, my God. Lot twist. Everything was the bomb. Well, at, at the end, the guy comes out, and he's like, I finally found the bomber. I finally found the... And he gets stabbed. And he goes, <laughs> dan, 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 as it happens. Yeah. It's a knife fight city movie after all. Yeah, the you want banned guns, not not explosives. Oh, yeah. I imagine having everyone in the set. You know, you give knives, but one in ten knives is actually a ballistic knife, except to go <laughs> off at random. So it just goes off. Like someone's like, "All right, I'm gonna step," and then it goes off, and the guy's like holding it. He's like, "Ah, ah!" Like through his hand, and they're like, "Keep that take." Yes. That, that's are, how you get genuine reactions. Like, are ballistic knives actually like a real? thing that yes. works yes. and is used because yeah. like when I saw that in Call of Duty asterisk looks, it actually looks. used asterisk um, but yeah they, they're real where are they why, why, why are they on the streets are why, they the gangs, why are the, or why like? the gangsters not, not using them uh, well the reason why they're not used is because uh, they're not widely made they're kind of niche and you can shoot your knife away which defeats the purpose of having a knife 
A knife is a weapon that should work. You should not run out of ammo for your knife. (laughs) If you use your knife, you then have no more stab. It has defeated knife. But what if you have two side and knife? So you have two shots. Oh my no, no, what if it's on a chain? You, you just yank it back. Oh my god. Like here's here's my yes. idea is what if what if in Knife Fight City um you had you had this new gang who came in and all they did was have these giant cinder blocks and they threw them at people and they were like they were like, What are these people about? And and they're like, Rock beat scissors. And they're like, My God, we have to find something new. And so that's when the guy goes and says, what if we use the lawnmower blades? Ooh. And so that works for a while, but then they come out with this giant dude or gal, you know, whatever. But they, this giant Mongo, huge giant ogre of a person, just giant like, you know, like Mongo was in Blazing Saddles, just oh, comes in, punches horses out, right? And this person throws like a giant, huge catapult or well mangonel or other siege works as applicable a trebuchet a giant rock right and it destroys the lawnmower blades they're like my god we have to go bigger (laughs) so thus begins combine harvester oh man and it says this summer scissors beats rock (laughs) (laughs) and you hear the engine start up (laughs) that's good and horrible. You should be ashamed and proud of yourself. It's a longer setup than I like for a joke, but I appreciate the effort. Or, or, or there's another option. Chainsaw. Ooh. We replaced sharpness with speed. That would be... I would love to see, like, in, in Night Fight City, like, all the gangs are different factions, right? So you, you have, like, a, a bunch of guys with katanas. You have a bunch of guys with, like you know, leaf blowers and you're like, why do they have leaf blowers? And they're like blowing like knives in your face with them and like, oh shit, you know, and then and then you have like the chainsaw guys and you just hear them walking around on the streets. You just hear the engines idling. <laughs> you just hear oh, open, open carry chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. The that... chainsaw boys. So imagine the geopolitics of that. You have to invade another country to get their robot to power the chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you see, like, guys over, like, just doing security cooperative missions and giant conglomerate peacekeeping operations in the Middle East walking around with chainsaws <laughs> patrolling places to get oil. The, yeah, they have, like, yeah. a, a gigantic backpack with, like, four batteries in it for their chainsaw no i was thinking they have like a backpack generator like a leaf blower unit yeah something like that what's the role of the un in all of this like are they an oh they banned all the they guns just, i know but are they like a, a, a like a party that appears in the conflicts or are they just like hidden away in like some secret island like, i i think i think that, <laughs> i think i think in knife fight city because, you know, you have to always say, act like the U.N. can just turn a switch and all this stuff can happen. So you say the U.N. bans the guns and then the U.N. Um, it, it claims Antarctica is U.N. island and no one's allowed on there. And there's like a giant palace, you know, and it's a really weird map painting that they always go to because they can only ever afford the one. Yeah, there's a couple yeah. of uh, yeah, there's a couple of palaces that you can actually rent. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's what I mean is that's their. That's their interior shots. Yeah, yeah, the like UN, the, the one. Know. Yeah, it always looks like uh, that one that it that looks like a garden, whatever. There, there is a, 
just a resort in Aspen. Yeah, it's, it <laughs> just, yeah, and they're like Antarctica, and it just—it's literally Aspen. It's just literally Aspen. But yeah, they the, just and, CG'd out all the people at the Disney Resort. <laughs> yeah, they just—they just airbrushed everything out, and they put a matte painting of like Antarctic waste behind it. Or but they'll it's do still like a Aspen. university. Oh yeah, they love well, doing universities too because they just have gigantic like uh, you know foyers and stuff. Foyer. Um. Yeah, so yeah, they they totally have a secret island with like No, it's it's just Antarctica. Like you, you yeah. just say that they took all of it. They're like the UN claims this and they have the moon. Yeah. The which I would imagine the last movie of the Night Fight series will be Escape from Gun Prison. You have to break on in the gun prison and take away all the guns and distribute them. Oh. Gun prison. I I see what you mean. Like that's the final movie is the gun prison blowout, and they get all the guns back. The ones that haven't been destroyed, they're like, "My God, the Earth is hollow and it's full of guns." And the UN's like, "We thought you'd never discover. That's why we took Antarctica." <laughs> that's why we. And they go hollow Earth. The, the, yeah, no, I know, but they're just like, okay, that's reasonable. Like they, yeah. they don't ever like. That's how. <laughs> yeah, that's why we took Antarctica like, <laughs> to cover up the hollow Earth full of guns. Oh, so it was all guns all the time. Nasty. Yeah, the hollow Earth was created in uh, 1838 by um, <laughs> Samuel Colt. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, like the inside of the Earth is a giant revolver that rotates. Oh wow, that, that makes a lot more oh, sense than I had in mind. Yeah, that's an iron revolver. Yeah, they exactly. aim the North Pole at like a at like an enemy planet they don't like, and they just pull the trigger. No, and it, comes it, it occasionally <laughs> going off. It occasionally going off when some adventurer finds his way in there is uh, what causes like volcano eruptions. Oh. If if the core if the Earth core was a molten iron revolver, yeah, it should oh. also mean. That the shape of the Earth should be cylindrical. I just, I, I just realized you just described Hollow Earth as like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, but with guns. guns. <laughs> Come with me. And I would you'll love. See. I would love <laughs> to see a a gun like two full of bullets going. Well, well I, I would love to see chocolate just casing. Yeah, I would love to see a Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, but set in like an Eastern Bloc arms plant. <laughs> And so you have uh, you have some oh guy God. who comes along and it, it I, okay here's how I would do it you have instead of Willy Wonka singing all these things you have everyone who won this contest very happy and acting like they won something and the guy giving the tour is just the most dead ass tired boring dead inside oh. arms plant guy who normally drives a forklift so you have the guy driving the forklift or driving the thing and they're like oh is this where you make the candy bars and he's like no this is where we make variable time fuse for 152 millimeter airburst munitions <laughs> so he just look. It, yeah and they're like is there a song and he goes no He's like, hold on. He turns on the speaker and is playing Laser Zone. <laughs> Sing along if want. Catchy tune. So who will be Tex? Who will be the Ompalompas in this scenario? I think it would just be a bunch of plant workers, and they they would just be in there working normal, and people would be like, "Oh, where are those people from?" And they're like, "Poland." And they're like, well, Yeah, and they're like, "Well, do they have happy songs and what have you?" And they're like. We discourage singing on the line because you can't hear the equipment. 
They just come out playing polka. Yeah, they just come out playing polka. <laughs> they, they do that. They do the dancing cow thing. They start playing the dancing cow thing, and, and they're like, they're, "Oh God, I can hear the polka. I hear it echoing in the halls." <laughs> God, I, I would love uh, to see you know, like not Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but I would love to see Voitech and the Radon Plant. Yeah. Oh there my you go. god! Oh, oh my god! It's like the song. I'm sorry. The song would be like that one episode of uh, <laughs> of New Generation when the Diana Troy wants to read that mind of that guy and keeps hearing the the song instead. Oh like god! Forever. Yeah, yeah. Oh god! Oh. What a terrible, <laughs> terrible fate! Because I sit there like, God damn it! She's living my life. Oh, I god. hear music in my head all the time, and every single time I go to sleep, I it's remember just like one time, cool. Let's listen to this. One time, Diana Troy was a cake. I know. I know, but we, we on the <laughs> Discord we had a conversation about Diana Troy. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, and the, the, there was this legendary line of "I can fix her." Oh, I remember. God. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I, I really don't like her character. I don't. At all. I don't think she's a good bridge officer. No. I I think she really doesn't do well in that role. Okay, and well, as he, a therapist as well. Jesus Christ. Well, like, okay, remember the Guinan is better. Guinan is the best therapist Starfleet will ever have. Hands fucking down. Someone will come in there and be like, "I have this unique, terrible problem that no one's ever heard of before," and Guinan will be like will quit being a loser and they'll be like you're right and then they are fixed they never talk about it again she says the right eight words and then they go you know what this is transformative and they leave deanna troy never cured shit no not once she just stared at people and goes i think mm, chocolate and they just <laughs> i like chocolate i like will Riker and whatever guinan got shit done and she worked a day job she was not even the therapist on board and more it's people you, well how many people really went to deanna when they had trouble nobody everyone went to the <laughs> 10 forward and was like give me some fake booze and i want to talk to this lady yeah it reminds me of how oh go ahead sent the hall what what would Star Trek look, look like in the Night Fight universe? That, that's what I wanted to ask. But you finish your thought oh, first. I'll think on that. Go, Mike. Oh, I was gonna say. Remember that redheaded lady from uh, the Star Trek Continues? The I don't remember any headed lady. What? Colorblind. <laughs> no, I just remember that Texas uh, colorblind. Yeah, you're like redheaded lady. And I was like, which one? Fuck. The one that was quite literally the counselor. Oh, the counselor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She she was very uh redheaded lady. Okay. And uh, I, I remember she was like fair skinned, but I didn't know she had red hair. Um, apologies. Uh so remember her? Yeah. Remember how much of a counselor she was to the Enterprise of the original series era? Yeah. Look how better she did than Troy. She's like I I'm just gonna say this. Like Guinan? As a bark, like nobody went to 10 Ford and said, you know what? I spent 10, 10 hours beating my dick playing with the warp drive. And now I need to go to 10 Ford to, for some fucking booze that tastes like ozone. Yeah. And she no, would make you a drink that no, she knows would actually make you feel better. That's what I mean. Like, that's a better anything that a starship than someone who says i think i feel and then just goes i like chocolate and and it's just i'm like what a terrible character guinan should have just been like on call like picard should have been like guinan get up here i i i can't get feels from these people oh my god she'd have been the better person on the bridge 
Yeah, she's like, I make a Rhysian rainbow for you, and then you look at it, it's like magic. And then you drink it like it's a potion, and you're like, yeah, that's quite nice. I'm really drunk and hungover at the same time. Amazing. Yeah. Have Gypsy, have Gypsy and Goat watched Star Trek, or did we just we're, exclude we're, them? We're I, I only watch a handful of episodes of the, the Fear series. like The, the, like, the OG. You need to yeah, watch. I'm not super familiar, but yeah, I have absorbed uh, a bit of it via osmosis. You need to watch what I like to call the cycle. And I used to do this when I was very poor and could afford very limited media. But what you do is you watch all of the original series. And after that, I now incorporate Star Trek Continues. So all of the original series, yes. then Star Trek Continues, then TNG, and then DS9. But TNG from, like, season three, if you're watching from the first time. No, you watch it all in order. But all no, no, no. <sighs> all of it. Like, but no, you, you can watch all of it. But you can, like, but you can start from season three and then go back to the earlier seasons, like, as a... Yeah, tourist. no, it gets better season three and four. Um, and it, But I, I would say then do DS9. And then after DS9, you can choose to watch Enterprise, which does have a few really, really good episodes. Deep Space Nine. I have to. I just remember my. I gotta watch Kai Opaka, and I'm like, uh, yeah, not, not Opaka. The, the no, no, the uh, Kai Win. Kai Win. Yeah, yeah. Opaka was the nice. She was like the nicest, nice grandma. Like, yeah, yeah, nice just grandma, really lady. matronly, pleasant person. Yeah, and then Kai yeah. Win. Yeah, Kai Win is like. Every time I watched her, I got anxiety because it was like. I worked so many ca- uh, cashier jobs, and it was like, this is the lady I know is going to complain. You could see it in her face. Yeah. You know she's going to open her yeah. mouth. and She's, she's got the Karen gene. And I, just like, the words manager is going to be in that sentence somewhere, and I'm just like, you know what? I, I can't stand this character. It reminds me of everything, and that lady played it perfectly. She, she was a great actress. Fucking nailed it. As far as, okay, here's, here's my question. If you did a Night Fight City Star Trek, we have to decide on a few things. Now, obviously, you have space, and in the future of space, there is knives. Of course. So, so that that's your Very, yeah. You don't have to that's worry your about poster. That's the poster. Is yeah, no in lasers, the future of space, knife. there is knives. Everyone's wearing a spacesuit and spaceman. So what <laughs> you knife do, is pretty dangerous, and that's what you show. Is you show like guns were not useful in the space age and you show like an astronaut using a gun and it like flips him around and then it shows thus began the age of the knife and you just show like some guy with a katana cutting a spacesuit in half <laughs> and, and the spacesuits are obviously miniatures because they can't afford real ones or no even better like uh, a, a different a different version like the, the spacesuit were armored but not the oxygen cord. And like the <laughs> only way of killing astronauts was cutting the oxygen cord. And like they were just like every death scene would be like the longest, most like excruciating. Like, <gasps> and it's all very odd, but they, they don't have to pay for the squibs. They have to hire an actor for a little bit more time because they have to uh, like film the death scene. Ooh. But no squibs. Oh, no, no. Don't worry about the squibs. I have an even better idea. I got, I'll, I'll be right back. One second. I'm going to get some to food. Okay. Um, I got an even better idea for that. They they cut the cord, and the guy's head just gets bigger and bigger until it explodes. <sighs> like in Outland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it explodes in the spacesuit, so you just see him go, no. <laughs> Pop. Yeah. 
And it's just like, that's not how space works, but in Knife Fight City, that's how space works. So if you get shoved out an airlock, you just become like a puffer fish and then you explode. Oh, man. That's a lot of knife talk. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of yeah. knife talk. Yeah, we will. We, we, we might reach the point where we might have exhausted every combination of thing plus knife. That yeah, we can I feel like we're really reaching the edge of this. Uh, we, no, we, like we we got a lot from the knife <laughs> knife theme park. <laughs> yeah, knife theme park is great. Okay. 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 Imagine a okay. knife fight city MMO. That, that, that's most fantasy MMOs. No, and all it is is it's a knife fight city MMO, and you're like, why would they make this? And you found out that it's made because it has eight. Hundred thousand advertisements for all the knife companies. <laughs> so it's all real knives. That's like, oh, that's a spider gem. Oh, you know, that's a it that's just, a real licensed K bar. It, it looks oh. like uh like two thousand six Unreal Tournament, like two thousand four <laughs> well version of uh here's so the here's of cyberpunk. Here's here's, the, here's <laughs> what made me laugh. <laughs> Back in the day, EverQuest had a tie-in where he could do slash pizza, and it would be charged to your Sony Online account. Right, I remember. Right? And you could get, I think it was Pizza Hut, right? So here's here's the thing is, what if you found out that like this game, this Knife Fight City game, Knife Fight Universe, that, you know, let's say it was like late 90s, early 2000s, and um, it was infamous because all the knives in the game were real, and if you r- typed like and this, it didn't matter how old you were. So if you're like playing with your parents' money or whatever, and you type slash knife, it would auto buy the knife your character had in their hand and ship it to your house. <laughs> nice. No, instead of shipping it, somebody will come up to you and fucking shank you with it. God. <laughs> Stop delivery. <laughs> no, even Sorry, worse. we missed you, and it's just stabbed in your door. <laughs> <laughs> that's the idea is it would that, that knife would be stabbed into your mailbox like that's <laughs> like that's part of their service so you finally come <laughs> mailbox just look all perforated and bent <laughs> that's what i mean is that that ends up breaking the mmo because technically that's destruction of federal property <laughs> yes Imagine like an amiibo situation. You have to snan- scan the knife for exclusive in-game content. <laughs> scan the knife for exclusive in-game content. Instead of just going down to the local JC Penny and buying like all the knives to get like the barcodes to scan to see if they can win. I knew a guy with the golden ticket. I <laughs> the golden ticket. <laughs> you get to go to the theme park and jump the ride. <laughs> Do you guys remember that uh, 2012 past, uh, copy pasta about the, the Xbox and co- verification cans? Like you have to open the verification can in front of Kinect of <laughs> verification can of Mountain Dew to like activate the console and like scan, you have to scan the knife to play the game. <laughs> Prove that you are a knife owner to play the <laughs> knife by City and MMO. Oh my God. I remember a guy who had, like, all of the CSGO stupid knives. And, oh, yeah. And he, oh, like he had in real all. life? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Does anyone even use that stupid, the sh- really fucking short Garambit? I don't know. Like, 
That looks useless. How much reach do you have with that? None. I think I, it's for the knife artists. I, I have no idea what in the fuck any of those knives are for. Because, like, I don't own many knives, but they're pretty big just so I can open stuff with them. Or cut things in half with them. Because I can't cut things in half with my hand. Well, I think it's because they're more used in, like, they are the enemy already sees you and they're going to get in melee range. And the long knives, they would actually have those too for if you're like doing the sneaking up behind people. I think that's what they're for. I think they're part of like a martial art. Um, but in CSGO, it's just quite literally like just a normal stab weapon, which is very weird. It's a, it's a video game. Video game. It's a very weird way to stab somebody. It is. I, I, w- I would love to see differential stab possibilities. It's like a hornet. It's like a hornet. Yeah, because when they sting, their stinger goes down and uh, out. That's, oh, why that's it true. St- that gets why it gets stuck in there. Fucking hornets. Yeah. So I was I gonna th- go ahead. It's like a hook. I think those, like all of those, like uh, knife skins, karambits, and all of those punch knives and stuff. I think they're just like the equivalent of video games using random old obscure guns as the future weapon P90. Oh, oh god. That's, that's just. I think that's just it. I no. If we had a knife fight city game and it was just like here are all the things that you can get, we would have totally add all the gas station knives. Like those are all included into the game. They have to be. And again, if you hit we slash knife, it goes right to your house and gets stabbed <laughs> into your mailbox. You could get that really cool one that's in the shape of like a dragon skull for some reason. For some reason, <laughs> dragon skull. You can't stab uh, with that. We don't have we don't have gas station knives over here. Listen, this is America. We have all sorts of things. There's gas station incense, gas station knives, gas station lotion, gas station cigarettes. Well, if you can go to Walmart and get a gun, can you get a gun at the gas station? Uh, in Texas, probably. I know at Long's Drugs in Colorado, back when they were still there, you could get a rifle, medication, and um, booze at the same counter. <laughs> Everything you need for the weekend. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good weekend in Vegas with all that stuff. And that's how it always should be. So, um, anyways, I wanted to thank you guys for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Do you guys have anything you're working on that you want to talk about, hype, or yell about? I I, I am finishing my engineering degree. I'm going to be engineer for real this time. It's going great. I'm that's very awesome. Happy. And I'm going to sleep for a week. I'm going to sleep for a week. A weak sleep is a good good sleep. Yes. Exactly. Mr. Gypsy? Well, I do have a channel, but I haven't uploaded anything in like two fucking years. So I've been thinking of what the hell to upload. So it's, you know, it is like that when you have like, um, you have like 20 different ideas, but no, like no particular pull towards any of them. Like at some point, you just have to pick one at random and just stick with it. So, if that happens, it's going to stay as it is. I think that you're going to come up with a good idea, and it's going to be pretty wild. Maybe knife-related. Maybe knife-related. And uh, I, I want to point out, Goat has actually been passed out most of the oh, stream. Yeah. No, he's, no, I know he's here. <laughs> I, I know no, he's I here. Fuck you. I know if I said his name, he was going to wake up. but he's. I've he's, been awake this whole time. You're so comfortable over there. Comfy. I'm tired. Girl. Yeah, he's all like covered up, blanketed up. He's got like a vest on. Comfy time. He's so comfortable. He protects, yes. he attacks, and most important, he nap. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. On Siesta. that note, 
<laughs> on that note hey uh, if anybody ever wants to know how professional our shit looks in comparison with anyone else who does podcasts yeah we just have microphones sit in comfy couch we have it's, no agenda and no aim which is wires Remember, you can downvote a podcast you can absolutely downvote a fucking podcast i dare you i i dare Do you it. to have a fun time doing it give all you your won't. money to text of black stone product if you want to give money to this which is wormed into your ear holes all few dozen of you people who enjoy this i'm on patreon at patreon.com slash bpl tax the black pants legion patreon is okay and mostly funds things like film and shit posting tax also accept donations in co coin and luna no no coin no and at I, do Ethereum. Not. I do not I, and nfts i don't i well that was the thing is i had one person one person who told me oh you need to get away from patreon i'm a total crypto bro and all these things i'd donate if it did it up but not on Patreon. i was like you know what i actually have a wallet here you go here's the hash right there go ahead seven dollars nice thank Not you seven dollars thank you crypto bro for your one-time donation of seven dollars to you prove mean the point 40 that cents yeah it's changed a few times and, and so that's the issue is it's like, I don't mind if you, if you are whatever, but I, I just use money to make things and not to be rich. So I'm not like allured by these people who are like, what if I gave you a dollar that tomorrow would be worth $400,000 or $0? And I'm like, I'd rather take any other form of currency. Like yeah. it, I'd take metal over that. Just give me handfuls of metal. Yes. That's a good investment right now. Yeah. I'd, I'd take handfuls of metal. No problem. I like, I don't mind. Yeah. We just, it's sheet metal just starts piling up outside our house. We're like, oh, we didn't mean like that. I mean, well, no, it's, it's just like, it, <laughs> I, I, I use, I use money and resources to make stuff. Yeah, and so yeah. sometimes people are like, you'd make more money if you did X, Y, Z. And I'm like, I fucking doubt it. I, the reason I fucking doubt it is largely because, um, I, I'm just going to use what works until it doesn't. Make a wood. Oh my! Oh, you, oh, you reminded me. <laughs> you reminded me of Timberpunk when me when you talked about wooden guns. Yeah. Oh God. And stop. And that <laughs> Timberpunk. Stop. The camera stop on the gun exploding into splinters. <laughs> That's how everything ends. <laughs> oh. Timberpunk. Uh, it's horrible, but it does exist, and I hate it. Oh my God. That's good. You wood. created it. I know. I know. I know. Anyways, uh, thank you for joining in the Black Pants Legion podcast. You can, you can, do, you can downvote. Do whatever you want. Uh, just stay safe. World's fucky.